0: Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast, Methodist layman dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and cultural issues. Our episode today discusses our mortality, why it is healthy we talk about it, and why sometimes the church shies away from speaking on this more often. Warning, we're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, Twitter Says You're Gonna Die. Oh my. Wow, that's something. So who's all here today? Jody. John's here. Ryan. Awesome, and this is Greg. So the whole genesis behind this podcast and and this rather provocative uh, title is on my Twitter feed every morning, I get a little... uh, I get a little uh, tweet that says, you're going to die someday. It's called my daily death reminder. And uh, so that, that kind of brings up a lot of things. Uh, it kind of uh, daily introduces your uh, mortality. And so I guess the, the, the question would be, how does this, uh, is the discussion of our mortality, is it, is
1: it helpful, is it beneficial, or am I just being macabre? Well, I I think it's uh, very important that uh, uh, we as Christians realize that uh, our mortal bodies are not permanent. You know, we have a a uh, lifetime in heaven. So uh, uh, this is just a to me this is just a short interlude to uh, what's to come.
2: I personally don't think I need a reminder every day or so that I'm going to die. I pretty much uh, can look in the mirror and tell that uh, I'm aging
0: daily. So what used to be high and tights, now low and loose? It's huh? saggy, okay. baby. <laughs> the saggy, baggy elephant. <laughs> Ryan, what you got, man? You need a daily death reminder? I don't need a... Well, no, but I
3: think a weekly or a bi-weekly death reminder would be good uh, just to kind of keep me on my toes. And let me know, hey, you know what? You're going to die. Let's make what you're doing worth it. There
1: yeah. you go. Amen. Amen. There so,
3: so, Ryan, are you talking about uh, making a spiritual bucket list of sorts? Of sorts, I guess you would say. Okay. Never thought about it such terms, but uh, yes.
1: I, I kind of like that. I too.
0: So, since, we, uh, since we're talking about death and, and our mortality, uh, how, is, how is that helpful uh, in a spiritual realm? I know uh, for all of you church season nerds out there, we are in the season of Lent, and uh, which is a call to remind us of our mortality. Uh, we are made of dust, and to dust we shall return. So, how does that kind
1: of go with the Lenten season, John? Well, again, you know, this this life that we have here on Earth is uh, is very short-term, and, uh, uh, you know, I... I don't know. Okay. Uh, I would I, it's say about,
2: it, it, it's in the spirit of reflection, okay, uh, and, you and know, really yeah. searching out the more important things, okay? We live a life where we're highly distracted, okay? And so this allows us to uh, get back to making the main thing the main thing. That's kind of a common theme with us here. And so uh, when we embrace our mortality and when we also look at the uh, the mortality of uh, Christ on earth, you know, he's been raised back up, but uh, he had to... Uh,
1: he had, he to, had to sacrifice, yeah. yes he did. He, he had to die. Absolutely. His
2: whole ministry was self sacrifice.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I, go
0: ahead. I mean, unlike Christ, we don't know the day of our departure. It's not He definitely <laughs> knew the day of his departure. Yeah. And I mean you can see the stress level, I mean or you can read into the lines the stress level, especially his passion. Bullets. Yeah. Uh so you can you can deal that and that's again, that's the grace of God is we don't know the day of our death. I mean we know we can look at the actuarial tables and you know, if I'm this and this and this, I'm gonna be well, live this the, long or? The
1: last time I checked none of us have expiration dates uh, stamped on our feet. So well, that, that that's you know, true. But, but there
0: are
3: things that we can that we do in our life that can either elongate well, that or yeah, shorten it. Oh, <laughs>
2: technically we
3: do have an expiration date. Because
2: it's that's that's
1: exactly right It's appointed a man wants to die, yes, but uh, we don't know that. Date.
2: Yeah, and I'm thankful. I'd go crazy trying you know, to trying the, to the, extend exactly
1: it. Right. The, the the only people I think that would know that are people sitting on death row. Yeah. Down there, so absolutely. Now it's interesting to uh, note that. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's interesting to note. Sorry about that. We had a little technical issue, but uh, it, it's it's interesting to note that the church and the end of life and our mortality are are tied hand in hand, because the church deals with you know we in, engage ourselves in the temporal. The church engages itself in, in itself in the eternal and the spiritual. And it, it seems like, and maybe it's just me, but why do you think that churches? Tend do not focus
1: on preaching about our mortality or talking about that. I I can tell you that. Okay, why don't you enlighten me, John? (laughs) Well, you know, you know, we we have we have a a a very much a a swing uh, that is uh, currently uh, happening in 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 our our midst uh, alone right here, and a lot of times a lot of these churches are you know happy go lucky never. And, and the last thing they want to do is bring you down on a topic like death. On their, they, you know, they want to pump as much sunshine in you, and, and you know, oh, you're, 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 you're going to just go on and go on and go on. So basically it's like, uh, you know, talking about death in church is like the proverbial. Heard in a punch bowl, pardon
0: right. my French, right? well, yeah. well, it's a
3: it's a buzzkill. but yeah. it's well, But it's not. Well, just... Jesus
0: is here to bring you life and more. Yes. abundantly who signed up for this death it, thing? Exactly. Right?
3: Yeah. Exactly. Everybody knows they're gonna be they're gonna die. We don't need to be reminded from the pulpit every Sunday we're gonna die. It's about maximizing our time on this earth. So that's why it's not talked yeah, about but it's, as much.
1: But it's important. It, it's important that 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 we realize that we have a a specific amount of time here on there. Uh, you know, uh, if if you ask the, these millennials today on there, you know, they 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 just think they're going to go and go. there he and go. goes again, bagging on the millennials. You're, sure <laughs> you're going to die
3: someday, but is what you're doing here worth? Is it going to make it worth? wow i mean are we are we doing are we building the okay
1: okay so while we're here i'm gonna throw a question out to you then okay if you suddenly found out that you had an illness that Mm -hmm. was going to uh you the doctor said you got six months to live are are you going to act any different uh are are, are you going to uh change the way that you look at life absolutely You know? It would focus you rather quickly. It right? Absolutely. It well, would. You, you know what? Then, and, and, and that's what the Bible does. It lets us focus on our lives. On there, what are we doing? Even though we don't, it's not six months. It may be sixty years. Right. On there, what are we doing? That's with what that? I just said. Well, I just, <laughs> it's exactly that millennial lingual on there. It's my exact point. Oh,
2: John doesn't understand millennials. Okay.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't either. So, <laughs> if you look at, you know, how long is eternity? and the church in theory not only gives us life for here and now but it focuses us and hopefully prepares us for the for the life to come mm-hmm. and 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 we we have an eternal destiny and i think the church is a little uh, complicit in not reminding us Eventually that that time. that this life is a breath, and not to be a downer or not to be a buzzkill, but compared to eternity, our life is nothing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. infinitesimally small. Yeah, it's a grain of so I mean, a that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And then that begs the next question: Okay, so what does happen when we die? And and is the church afraid to discuss that?
1: Well, uh, hmm. The church. Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean,
0: there's this little thing called heaven and hell. Right. That is about right. as popular as smallpox
1: today. You know, when 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 you have when you have uh, people of the church that that that'll openly say, "I, I don't know if there's a hell under." I think hell is pretty real. You can't it, it, believe one without the other. I was going to say, you not. know, Jesus talked about uh, hell on there, so I'm I'm pretty sure it's 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 a it's a real thing, you know. So, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of evangelical thought, and uh,
0: uh, of, of late, there's this whole controversy between uh, C.E.T. Conscious Eternal Torment, right. which is what. Us old guys traditionally thought of hell, the lake of fire, the constantly mm-hmm. roasting and 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 never ending, uh, versus annihilation, yep. where you, you know if you you're if you're centered, you just you, you just pull. die
1: and you quit.
0: you're just you quit. Expunge, you're yep. gone, you're done. Up.
1: You're warm, And
0: that is completely contrary to, to what the what? red letters say. I, I totally agree. I mean, Jesus that. spoke about hell a lot. Yes, so so
1: so why do churches feel that it's that it's okay to say, uh, and, and and I and I studied a little bit of the the history of, of the an, an, an annihilation theory. Uh, 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 I don't understand how churches can 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 vary and and say that uh, you know, well, hell doesn't really exist, or or uh, you know, when, when you die, you're 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 just done. So, I, I'm I'm really at a loss right there of how churches have turned. Turn away from that.
2: Well, I think the the warped reasoning is, is uh, nobody wants to admit that, uh, you know, if you're going to go to hell, it's because of your own personal will be done. That's
1: right. You know, God. You made that choice.
2: Yeah. You know, there comes a point where God will let you have your way. Mm-hmm. Not his will be done.
0: But your will be done. Right. right. No, that's that's exactly right. And I just wonder, because, you know, there's a whole lot of woes that are spoken in the Bible. Woe if this happens or woe if you call evil good and good evil and stuff like that. I wonder what the woe factor is going to be for churches and pastors and church members who every Sunday we smile at each other, we bring our church mask, and we tell us how wonderful it is to be a Christian or wonderful it is that Jesus did this for us, and never ever let people know that hey, this whole spiritual existence post-mortem is real. There is a heaven to gain, a hell to shun, and what are we doing to take as many people with us to know Christ and to bring to heaven? Why are we not focusing, you know, again, without beating a dead horse, but we need a consistent reminder, which is kind of why I dig Lent. I dig the church seasons. Mm-hmm. It reminds me I'm not going to live forever. And, and there is an eternal destiny that I am preparing by the way I live my life here and now. Mm-hmm. And... uh so yeah, it's 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 pretty sobering. Well said.
2: It's just not popular, you know. That's Girl, like uh, political correctness. It, it's just not popular, you know. It's it's really it's uh, self denial. Uh, we we C.S. Lewis actually talked about this subject one time, and he put it this way: If there is one thing in the Bible I could change, it would be the doctrine of hell, and you know. Uh, Nobody wants to go there, and sometimes it's like sweeping it under the rug. If right. it's swept under the rug, it don't. Out of you sight,
1: can't out of mind. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what the mindset for that. But it ain't out of sight,
3: out of mind. We no. see so much evil in this yeah. world. It, it. We are more reminded of hell on a daily basis than we are of heaven. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. No, no. There, there's so much meanness in that's the sad suffering. truth. Right. Nah. and then you got the folks that say, "Well, you know, conscious eternal torment." That says God is some kind of a monster or a terrorist. Oh, that's stupid. And, and, and well, it's it it doesn't. It's not, it's not logical because we are weighed in the balances. It's kind of like if you go back to to popular literature, if you go back to Charles Dickens and A Christmas Carol. You know, Marley the ghost appears and he's got all these chains and, and, and old Scrooge says, well, Marley, why do you have these ponderous chains? And he said, I forged these chains link by link link, and yard by yard when I, by what I did on the earth. And now of all through all eternity, I have to drag these things around Mm -hmm. and I'm encumbered by them. And I, and whenever I see that, I think, my gosh, why don't we talk about our eternal destiny and our eternal rewards, good or bad, is based on how we live our lives, how we treat people, and how we are obedient
1: or disobedient. Well, to let the me ask you this, Christ. then. Why, why, why do you think clergy, uh, clergy uh, that that are supposed to be uh, uh, conductors uh, right. uh, of the Holy Bible, you know, why do they fail to believe in hell? Or, or, or why do they paint a a, a, a picture that is less uh, less than uh, less than, uh, accurate. W- than accurate yeah well we're going to answer that question
0: after our commercial break and this commercial break is brought to you by innovative tooling services, hole preparation and faster installation, removal, hand and power tooling for any aerospace structural assembly or maintenance application. Whether you're installing solid or blind rivets, visual locks, composite locks, high locks, highlights, lock bolts, blind bolts, or eddy bolts, we have hand and power tool solution, solutions for most any application. And their newest offering, semi-automatic fastener feed and installation tools for LGP lock bolts. you know what an LGP lock bolt is, John? Well, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's from out west. Right, lightweight, <laughs> groove, proportional. But anyway... Before the installation of the fastener, they have hand power and power feed drilling, hole prep tools, countersinking tool solutions, super precision, temporary fastening systems to include temporary fasteners for robotic drilling and assembly. Yes, the robots are on their way. Way to go. Yeah. They service and repair all they sell and even some others they don't. Innovative tooling services, fastening systems, installation knowledge, application experience, and competency. They are on the leading edge of aerospace tooling. Contact them at 1-800-832-7009 or look them up on the World Wide Web at InnovativeTooling.com. And we're back. So, John, you had the question?
1: I, I did. I just wanted to, to, to get your intake on why uh, clergy uh, paint hell in a different uh, light rather than a more accurate portrayal as spoken in the Bible.
0: Well, I think that uh, obviously, you know, positivity uh, is attractive. And and uh, Ryan had to leave earlier, so uh, Ryan had a good point during our break that uh, you know, some people grow up and, you know, hell is screamed at them for every week, and I get that. I mean, we, we understand we have to balance with grace, or with balance truth with grace. I mean, Jesus gives us, uh, grace to live our life in the here and now and to live it more abundantly, but also he balances that with, uh, you know, this is this is how you need to live your life to reap eternal wards and eternal uh uh glory and, and spend time with him for eternity. This is how you have to orient and live your life. And I think that nowadays most pastors uh that that I come in contact with and have been under typically Kind of, kind of grit their teeth and kind of—they're uncomfortable speaking about hell because hell is is almost relegated to a time where you know there was monsters and and people were possessed and all this stuff. And I think they just—we think we're too modern for that way of thinking. You know, we think about Satan and devil and hell and 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 demonic oppression. We think of—we think of primitive people. Right. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't changed. No. The only thing that has changed since <laughs> the the medieval Europe is technology and the clothes, but the same basic principles of life and and the responsibility we have to live our lives according to what God's law says. And if we don't, we imperil ourselves to eternal punishments or less rewards if we get in with the smell of smoke on us. So I think to answer your question, this is rather long, it's just not very popular and you get more flies with honey than you do with venom. Well,
1: and, 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 and I can tell you this, uh, I can remember back uh, to a uh, a commercial that was making making light of hell on there. It was a, uh, you got milk commercial where the, the guy's sitting in a white room and he's just eating all kinds of chocolate chip cookies and, and he, you know, uh, just an abundance of cookies. Then he goes to the refrigerator to uh, to get his uh, milk and it's empty. And it's, you know, then it goes, you know. And, th- and that's Hollywood's version of hell. It's like, oh, I don't have milk with my cookies on there instead of the, the fiery damnation that uh, is portrayed in, uh, in... You know, to me, hell is... Absent of God. I mean... Well,
2: that's certainly the biggest
0: part of it.
1: But also regret. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I? Jody,
0: go ahead.
2: I've got a little bit different take uh, on on that. But, you know, the key is, too, you you (coughs) lumped all clergy when you asked that question, and not all clergy do that. There are some that do preach hell in a day of reckoning. But, you know, Jesus, he made a statement in Matthew 7:21 he said not everyone who who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven and what i thought about there was uh you know you look at your uh you look at your Pharisees of the day you know you you look at your if you will your clergy of the day they thought they had it all together they thought they could practice their way and exclude certain things, but include certain things well, and the whole point
1: well, being that, that's, is that's man uh, Yeah, but
2: and, but and, the whole point is a pastor that will deny hell or a pastor that will sugarcoat hell, he's he's telling he's telling false things he's not of God. I agree with you. This that. is the kind of person I think Jesus is referring to here. This is people who uh, are in leadership and pastoral, you know authority deceiving the flock.
1: I would agree with that 100%. And I think there's plenty of them out there. Yeah,
0: Interesting. Well, let me ask you all a question, my illustrious uh, companions here. What does the Bible say about remembering our temporal existence and ultimate mortality?
1: Well, anybody got some scripture? i got a couple of things. Hit me, Daddy. He's probably more prepared, mm. Jody, while, while you... Uh...
2: Specifically, what does it say about remembering? I, I don't, you know, if I throw the word remember in there, but there's plenty to say about our mortality, and we can start in the Old Testament. Uh, Daniel chapter 12, verse 2 says, And many of those who slept in the dust of the earth shall awake. We're talking about being in, in the grave. Some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting content.
0: Yep, Absolutely. I've got one here. It says in basically Genesis 3.19, it's talking about man's curse. And he said, By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. This is another from the Psalms. You return man to dust and say, return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, and the evening it fades and withers. And so what the psalmist is trying to say is, remember, your life is nothing but a brief vapor i mean it doesn't last right. in the, in the in the shadow of eternity it it doesn't mean anything so this is why it's important and jesus said don't labor for treasures you put in a barn that can rust and, right, and right. you you put treasures in heaven and because you're going to be you you're eternal portion of your existence is going to be much, much longer than your temporal existence. Well,
1: in Matthew 25 uh, uh, 45, it says uh, uh, those declared righteous through his blood will receive eternal life whereas those who reject him will go away to eternal punishment. Mm. Mm. That's scary right there. Yeah, You know? And, and if you don't mind, I'd like to to add something to what you just said about okay. uh, about the, the things of this world on there. Um, you know, it, uh, and this goes back to uh, a life lesson that I learned on there after, after going through a a a divorce, and moving away from my family on there, uh, I had a a, a a a an epiphany. How's that word there for you, Greg? Beautiful. You get ten uh, points. Uh, ten points. All right. I, I had an epiphany as I was sitting in in my my two bedroom apartment by myself and they there, looking at all this newly purchased furniture, cars, clothes, because I had just gotten divorced, had to start all over. And, and I was just looking at, at all this stuff, and I was just thinking, my goodness, As I was, and I was doing laundry at the time. And I was folding clothes, and I realized one of the new shirts that I just bought had just got a hole in it. And then I started thinking, you know, everything in this apartment, everything that I drive, everything that I own is going to break down. It's going to have a hole. What what good is striving to reach those things right. when what I really need to be striving for is that treasure's in heaven? Absolutely. And, and it, it took getting divorced and living by myself to recognize that. So thank you for bringing that up. Well, it also says in Psalm
0: 103, it says, For high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. That's a very Lenten Mm. uh, verse. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers, here's the dust. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field for the wind passes over it and it is gone and its place knows it no more. It's amazing how you you go to uh, old churches and old graveyards and after a while you can't even hardly read because of the ravages of rain and snow and whatever. Mm. You can't even read what was carved in the headstone and for all intents and practical purposes that person who was a major part in in somebody's life is forgotten except to God. Absolutely. person that 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 made him so it it really is there there is no point in in raising great uh uh structures or things or monuments to our and you know the things that we think are important again measured in the shadow of eternity it's it's not like old tact- uh, cactus Jack Garner said, is not like worth a warm bucket of spit.
1: Okay, <laughs> how many ualls have you seen tracking up to heaven? Not, not any at all. <laughs> Jody, you.
2: what you got, buddy? We're basically talking about wood hay and stubble. There you is go. What, is what you're talking about. Well, you know, I was uh, reminded of Psalms one sixteen fifteen, and that is precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. So, you know, hey, there's a pretty good reminder that the Lord is looking forward to the day that we can see face to face. You know, as long as I keep the uh, the uh, gown of salvation on, that righteousness that's afforded me through the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, the Lord is going to be <coughs> welcoming me with arms wide open. Right. Now, it doesn't say that uh, he's going to be that, doing that for, for, you know, the fallen, the, the people who remain in a... In a fallen state, it says his saints. He's
1: right. going to say, "I knew you not." Yeah. Right. And, right. In, and in the it. word for saints is
0: "hagios," holy ones there you in, go. in the Greek. Yeah. No, it's uh, in, like Paul says in Philippians, <laughs> we're just we're just vocabulary warriors, <laughs> well, aren't say we? Hagios. I hagios. That's, uh, ordered that in some that's, way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just don't say the first part of that. That uh, <laughs> that's translated as yeah. Anyway, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of His resurrection and participate in His sufferings. Now, see, there's the whole gamut. Right, mortality, the suffering, to 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 get the to attain his resurrection, we have to participate in his death and burial, becoming like him in death and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead.
1: In order for us to live, we have to die.
0: All of us have to pass through the valley
1: yep, of the, the shadow, shadow of death, death. everyone. But Joel
0: gives us a good promise. In Joel 2:12 through 14, he says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning, more lent. Rend your heart and not your garments. It's not external. It's Eternal, internal. Absolutely. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate. So this whole Lenten season of reminding us that we're mortal, it's basically a reminder. It's God tapping us on the shoulder and say, saying, dude, I love you. I sent my son to die for you. Don't neglect the things that are going to pay off for you eternally. That's the little reminder. I guess that's the whole thing about my daily death reminder that I dig. It It focuses my... Priorities. Priorities are important. Well, as we end this podcast, you can find this episode and other Across the Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take time to give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments, cheers or jeers, to comments at acrosstherail.com or look up Across the Rail Podcast on the Twitters by our handle at across underscore rail and on Facebook at Across the Rail Podcast. Please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or questions. Thanks so much for listening. So do we have any final thoughts, Jody?
2: Yeah, I'm just thankful that uh, when that day comes, and it's rapidly approaching, you know, yeah. my life is but a vapor just waiting to pass, I'm glad to know that I have that assurance that just my trust in Jesus Christ and what he did for me will put me on the right side of eternity.
0: That's right.
1: Amen. And as far as going talking about your age, I, I would stop buying green bananas really quick. Um, <laughs> John, what you got? What's your well, final I, thought? I, I'm, just, I'm just reminded every day um that uh, that our time here is short and and what we do with the time that god gave us is imperative to how we spend our eternity and uh, my personal goal is to reach as many people as i can take uh, as many with us, take as many with us start with my my band of brothers and family and Work outward, and uh, and this is an opportunity that we hopefully one day will reach hundreds and thousands of people uh, uh, to to help uh, lead them to Christ as well. Amen. That's our prayer. And speaking of prayer, let's uh, let's
0: close with prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for my brothers. Thank you for all the folks that are listening in. I pray a special blessing on them. And uh, Father, help us to remember that we are mortal. We are dust, but it says you have compassion because you too know that we're Mm -hmm. dust and you know our infirmities and you love us anyway, Father. Into into your hands and into your uh, care, we commend our spirit, Father. Help us to live each day as if we're going to meet you tomorrow. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Amen.